1: Season to game day, yeah, we talk back, it's the 49ers Cutback. It's 49ers Cutback podcast time, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, because of everything that fallout with Baker Mayfield... Headed to Carolina, Alex, it brings up a lot more questions about Jimmy G. Could it have made it easier now? The 49ers have a more defined place where they can send Jimmy G to Cleveland, as some people have been saying, including John Chapman. Or are the 49ers going to have to release Jimmy Garoppolo? Or could it be what some people have been pitching Jimmy Garoppolo could actually be a member of the San Francisco 49ers in 2022.
0: All of those things are plausible. All of them are doable and chat sure You're, you're dropping down below right now, what you're thinking and what you're feeling on this, because the reality in the, the end game here is that San Francisco is going to be making a decision on Jimmy sooner rather than later. Now at this point, I know it feels like we've been saying this for a long time. It feels like a lot of people have been thinking it for a long time, man. But with Baker Mayfield being moved and really the only domino left to fall now be Jimmy Garoppolo and his health, as soon as that happens, something is going to happen. A decision will be made. The question will just be, is it a decision to keep Jimmy around? Is it a decision to let Jimmy go? Or is it a decision to trade Jimmy somewhere else? The likely spot, I agree with you, is Cleveland. They have a very... uh, uncomfortable situation there at the quarterback position and they don't know what they're going to be doing. You move off of Baker because that bridge was not only burned, it was nuked into orbit. Baker Mayfield wanted no part of there being a bridge back to fixing that relationship and being the quarterback going forward, uh, which means they're going to need an option because it's looking like every day Deshaun Watson's done for at least this season. Um, The suspension would go through this year and would be a full year which is fine for Cleveland because they only own $1 million and but they still got to do something at that quarterback spot. They're also able to free up about $10 million with this trade uh, to the Carolina Panthers. So they get about 10 million, nine, I think it's nine and a half actually they get off the books because that's what Carolina is eating right. salary wise for them.
1: Yeah. You know, that was an interesting trade. I mean, you're only getting a fifth round, you know, uh pick and that even that is conditional. I, I think that was interesting. It was a 2024 pick too. not even, you know, True. a recent or a, a new pick. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo. If this is kind of the baseline, then that means that the 49ers would have to eat some of the salary. You know, and at what point do the 49ers look at it and just go to Jimmy Garoppolo and say, hey, there may not be a starting position for you out there. You know, and this is one of the things that I talked to with Lou. Uh, Lou had commented and asked a question about Jimmy Garoppolo and said, you know, at what point does Jimmy go to, you know, the organization and say, hey, I'll take less money to stay because there's not, you know, that money out there for me. Um, I think when it comes down to it, that could happen, but it, it has to happen this way. Number one, Jimmy Garoppolo has to feel there's not an option for him to be a starter out there in the league. As long as there is an option for him to start, I think that's his best role. That's his best move. Uh, not the money, but the actual job of getting a starter. And then I think the 49ers have to look at it and look back and say to themselves, like, at what point does the money make sense for us? Yeah. Uh, you know, What kind of savings are you going to have? So I, I think the 49ers are looking to looking at this still waiting, hoping they're going to get a trade, but I wonder how much money they'd actually be willing to eat. At what point is the money different, you know, from the trade value at what point is the money worth more than the actual fifth round uh, conditional pick?
0: Uh, I don't know when the Niners are going to feel like that. Um, but the reality is, is at some point in time, right. That what you could get back in return and what you could get, um, not just in cap space, but in terms of, you know, future potential future picks, future players, whatever that may be. Um, That has to start weighing on San Francisco because at some point in time, they have to feel like this situation with Jimmy and Trey isn't necessarily beneficial for the locker room or beneficial for each, either of the individual players. Um, It's a lot of drama to have to deal with that. It's a lot of uh, questions that need to be answered, a lot of distractions. And how is that going to impact and affect the 49ers going into the season and going into camp and going into week one, if he's still around? I don't know. I can't answer that question. It does seem like they weathered the storm just fine last year. Yeah, There didn't seem to be many issues or problems with it. They were all back and behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but that was because Jimmy was the incumbent. You had a rookie who hadn't played a lot of football. Uh, this feels different this year. This guy has had a year to develop. It feels like the coaching staff is behind him. The players are behind him. The team is behind him. But then you throw in Jimmy Garoppolo, who's t- taken them to the promised lands, to gotten them to a Super Bowl. He's gotten them back to an NFC Championship game. He's been a part of that process of getting to a Super Bowl, getting yourself back after a tumultuous tumultuous 2020 season. Will they just all be on board with that, or do you have to actually let him have a run and have an opportunity at the job in order to quell any sort of dissent or possible dissent that may grow from it? I don't know. It seems like a lot, uh, but Ronnie's saying it doesn't matter because Jimmy's going to the Giants, and he believes that the Giants are a landing spot. You know what? they, They would be. I think they're a dark horse that not a lot of people are considering.
1: Yeah, I think the Giants have been someone we've kind of mentioned off mm-hmm. and on, you know, as we've went through this process. Because Daniel Jones is not the overall answer there, so I get what Ronnie's saying. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo there, but they would have to decide that they're willing to make that move and then pay that money. I think when it comes down to it, it's a lot of it's about money for Jimmy G. And you know, the fact the kind of the things that you were saying about Jimmy G. in the locker room, I think it would take the Jimmy G. going ahead and taking a little bit of a pay cut to signal to the team that, Hey, I'm, I'm realized now that I'm the backup quarterback. I think that, that move alone, you know, cutting back on the amount of money that he's going to be making would signal to the locker room. Okay. I understand my role. I'm going to come in here and back up Trey Lance. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo wants that role. I don't think that's what he wants to do. I know he wants to be a starting quarterback in this league and he's looking for the right opportunity. And I think if it was Cleveland or if it was New York, uh, he'd be interested in going to those places, but are they interested in him? And for what price? You know, I mean, Jacoby Brissett's in Cleveland. They have him. I mean, I don't think they want to go into the season with just Jacoby Brissett. And Jimmy has already proven he can beat out Jacoby Brissett when they were on the same uh, team. So... I don't think Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jacoby Brissett might be a way for Cleveland to kind of take a step back. They might fold this thing a little bit early with Brissett at quarterback instead of risking and paying a lot of money for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh,
0: it, it is possible, and it's definitely possible. It could happen. Um, we'll see. We'll see if they did pull the trigger early or if they decide to wait. And even if they do decide to wait, uh, San Francisco can hold on and wait also if they'd like to. But they, they don't have to necessarily move off that money. Now, moving off the money would be nice. Like freeing ring up that 25 million would be great for San Francisco. be great for the Niners. It, it starts to answer questions and things for next year and allows you to potentially roll some money into next year as well. If you're able to keep all of that cash and that dough, but you can do that all the way up until the trade deadline. In theory, yeah. I mean, in, in theory you can, um, you can move it all the way up to there. Now you won't be keeping the whole 25 at that point because the only money you will, you will have paid out to Jimmy Garoppolo by that point of the season. So you will end up saving something. It won't be 25 million. That's just, Cut it down the middle in half and say half the season is done roughly. It's going to keep about half the money, which means you're going to keep about, you know, $12.5 million. That's still $12.5 million that you can make a move with or just roll into next season and have that cap space there saved on additionally. So, look, I, I'm not sure what the Niners want to do. I know that they're not in a rush in a shocking kind of event, and they haven't been in a rush this entire time in this whole situation, um, but the door is now open. The first time in a long time, it feels like, possibly since the opening weeks of free agency and the season ending, yeah. the, the, the actual 2021 campaign ending. It does now feel like the door is officially opened for San Francisco to actually do something with Jimmy, should they choose. The only question is, are the Niners still stubborn about what they want in return for Jimmy Garoppolo? Because if that is the case, that may put a kibosh on this whole thing
1: yeah you know Kyle Shanahan wants to get something back I mean he he does want to get something back for Jimmy Garoppolo because he knows the value of Jimmy Garoppolo to his football team with Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback the 49ers have proven they can go to the NFC Championship game they can get to a Super Bowl you know they're a one play away from winning a Super Bowl that's what Jimmy Garoppolo can do for your team—it's not because of Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, but it's kind of an effect of that. And right now, where we're meeting is that point we thought we were getting with free agency—you know, where you have Jimmy Garoppolo's health meeting his availability—you know—and somebody coming to get him—and we're at that point again. He's about to get healthy. He's about to be able to start throwing the football. And when that happens, these teams are going to be interested in in picking him up. Somebody's going to call, uh, but what are they going to offer? You know, I mean, Cleveland might come in with just an absolute low ball offer and the foreigners have to decide, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth us eating a big amount of his salary, you know, to move him along for a little, you know, for a couple picks, maybe, you know, maybe it's a fourth round uh, pick or whatever it is, but it's not what we were all talking about early on in March. Well, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be the high picks we're going to get something lower and we just have to understand that you know we have to be happy on that and uh, happy with that and i seen earlier um you know Paul was saying you know he thinks that it is actually the 49ers faithful you know that're the ones that are more interested in trading Jimmy Garoppolo than anyone else
0: it might be the case Paul i mean you might not be wrong about that uh, the reality is, is that 49ers fans want the drama at the quarterback position to be done they want a decision do you think
1: they actually want it to be done or 100%. they just want Jimmy Garoppolo the, gone
0: the faithful want the situation to be done i think they they would love it to be i think that i think most people People have now come around to this idea and this notion that you drafted Trey, where you drafted him. He is the future quarterback. Right. So let's just move Jimmy. Right. I don't have to talk about this anymore. I don't have to think about it anymore. Trey's a starting quarterback. Jimmy's not there. There are people who are still, you know, in the pro Jimmy camp and believe that if Jimmy were healthy, if Jimmy's healthy and gets a, an opportunity, he could be QB one. I don't know if I'm there with you only because I haven't seen a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo And I haven't seen this version of Trey Lance yet. So I can't, can't give you anything. But here's what I can tell you. If it looks anything like last training camp at all, in any way, shape or form, then Jimmy's got the heads up. He's got the edge. Is it going to look like that? There's no way. There's no way that Trey has basically stayed exactly the same. It's not possible.
1: Yeah. And Mr. Corey saying if Watson is suspended for the entire season, the foreigners aren't getting squad for him. Yeah. I think that's, you know, what it really comes down to is Deshaun Watson has put a big, kai uh, kibosh in a lot of the things that have happened with the quarterbacks. I mean, that's the reason Matt Ryan got moved to the Colts. True. I mean, Deshaun Watson has been a thorn in everyone's side when it comes to him being moved. And then everything that happened, not to mention him getting guaranteed money completely shakes up the entire NFL moving forward. So Deshaun Watson has been the biggest uh, interesting move according to what's happening in the NFL free agency and then trade. Uh, So it's going to affect 49ers somehow. It's going to affect Jimmy Garoppolo somehow. We'll see what the fallout is. I mean, Jimmy G, I think he's still going to get moved, um, but I think it's less likely now that he gets traded than ever before. You think it's less likely? I think it's less likely he gets traded. I think the 49ers might have to come to grips with the fact they might need to release him at some point.
0: Well, I wanted to actually bring this up to you a, because we've been, I've been looking at stats and looking at numbers of Jimmy, and you mm-hmm. look at the things he's done, and you look at someone like Mayfield, who you j- just got a fifth four. Um, most amount of yards thrown for in a season, 3,800. That was his second year in the league. Jimmy Garoppolo sitting right in that same area, Ant, around that 3,900 you mark. Now, granted, it's been a little more sporadic, but not a lot of health seasons in there, whereas yeah. Baker has played a good chunk of his games. Now, he has played through injury during those seasons as well, which is kind of moved his stat numbers around. Do you think if San Francisco were to get an offer for a fifth round, like a, a conditional fifth round pick that they wouldn't take something like that? And do you think a team would offer that?
1: No, I think they would take that. It just depends on how much money they're going to have to eat. Okay, you know what I mean? Cause if, if a team like Cleveland comes through and says, Hey, we want you to eat 15 million of his contract. I don't think the 49ers really want to do that. That means they're only getting a net savings of, what, $10 million? True. That's not what they're looking to do. Not when you could turn around and release him and free up that entire uh, salary and you're getting a fifth round pick in 2024, how much value is that fifth round pick in 2024 going to be compared to being able to have that money to re-sign Nick Bosa? True. I think value-wise, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do that. I think if you could come up with some sort of an agreement where both, you know, where of the four years, we're willing to eat a little bit, but Jimmy was willing to eat a little bit too. I think in that area, you could probably free up more cap space. Um, so if Jimmy was, I mean, Baker Mayfield was willing to eat close to $3 million to be able to get moved to Carolina, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo is willing to do five, six million dollars. Uh, maybe the numbers would be closer.
0: Well, I think the the reality too is is the reason the only reason he eats three million dollars in that situation is because Cleveland took what they took, right? They ate what they ate. They ate, you know, ten million dollars so of, of that contract. And Carolina takes about nine. And he's like, all right, I'll take another three off. We can take another three off and call it a, call it a day. It's it's all good yeah. for you guys. You end up paying pretty cheap amount of money for a starting quarterback this year in the league, and I don't want to. I don't have to be in Cleveland anymore. Um, I don't know if Jimmy has that kind of negative relationship with San Francisco. So you might have a situation where maybe he was willing to take a little bit more off the top or work on a restructured contract or deal with the new team in order to bring that number down this year and make sure he's still getting his money long-term, like the, what he was supposed to make this year. He's getting it over the course of a few seasons um, and still getting a little bit on the side as well. I don't know. I don't know if that's something he would consider and do. You would imagine that he would want to. It, it, it's, if, if the choices are, backup quarterback in the league ant or take less take a pay cut and and make sure that you can be a starting quarterback for at least the next year you would think he'd be the starter, right? You, you do what you got to do to stay a starting quarterback and stay relevant in the league.
1: Yeah, I think he would, you know, I, I do think he would take a pay cut in that situation. Just how much are they going to be willing to give up? You know what I mean? How much, how much willing Is the other team going to be willing to give up to get Jimmy Garoppolo. And it could be like Mr. Corey said, maybe Garoppolo just wants to be released. Um, That way he can go choose where he wants to go play dangerous proposition. It huh? is because there's not that many options out there, right? I mean, you could end up in Seattle. You're in a, you'd be in a quarterback competition there. You could, of course, uh, go you know, ahead. I think
0: it's a quarterback competition in seattle jimmy g goes there
1: no no i mean i'm saying they got a quarterback competition going now oh it's you, not a great one <laughs> no i mean it's not a great one you got drew Locke and uh and and geno smith and and one episode i call him geno Atkins. that's about it the
0: ba- it's basically the yeah same thing. so
1: i i think it's one of those things that's uh where jimmy ends up is is the it's going to be a big thing you know and i don't know where it's going to be and i think it's it's continued to stay the same course where we thought it was going to happen. And once it didn't happen, there's really been no answers. Just Jimmy Garoppolo continually, you know, having to work on his health. And then now that we're getting to the point where he's going to be healthy, I think it makes sense. I just think every single time it seems like we're coming to resolution with Jimmy Garoppolo, another move happens to go ahead and change the direction of Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, course in the league.
0: Uh, it's very true, and it's an odd situation. Running Montoya said, "What about the Steelers or Saints? Uh, neither team. Uh, neither team would be a viable option, uh, barring a training camp for both both teams' quarterbacks. That is atrociously bad. If both Picketts, uh, and Turbisky are absolutely god awful in Steelers training camp, then you could see them get desperate enough. The problem is, is that in a situation like that." they're going to need to send one of those two quarterbacks to San Francisco in order to get off, get salary off the books in order to make it make sense and make it work uh, for both teams. If some sort of setback were to happen with Jameis with the Saints, then maybe you could see that. But as of right now, all signs point to him being healthy and good to go.
1: Yeah, I think the Saints would make the most sense out of the other two. I think Pittsburgh is locked in with Trubisky Agreed. and Pickett. I don't think they're making a move for a quarterback. Um I think uh, Ronnie had it right the first time. I think the Giants are just a dark horse team to keep an eye on. We know that, you know, uh, some uh insiders have come out and said there was a lot of interest in Jimmy Garoppolo and that there'll still be interest once he's proving uh proven that he can throw the football again. So, sure. um maybe there will be interest, but we're going to see. I don't
0: I, Atlanta too. You cannot you uh, can't count not count out Atlanta. Not, it's yeah. it's Mariota we're talking about here. It's it's Marcus Mariota and it's it's not coming fresh out of college, Marcus Mariota. This is beaten and battered Marcus Mariota, and who hasn't been a starting quarterback in the league since he destroyed his shoulder with the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yeah, Mariota. I mean, you forget about that one. You just wonder if, Arizona, I mean, where if Atlanta, uh, it's kind of the same thing. Atlanta, are they willing to go ahead and take on that salary when they're you know entirely rebuilding? They are. Uh, you might not be willing to take on that money, but you're right as far as like a quarterback at a high level, he's not one where Jimmy Garoppolo is better for sure.
0: No, that's it. That's for sure. Uh, Forktail, I'm not against a trade and jimmy g competition whoever is the best plays and we have the best backup in the league on the other hand win-win in my opinion you wouldn't wouldn't be wrong it would be a win-win situation for san francisco um but for trey lance that is not a win-win situation uh for jimmy garoppolo it is not a win-win situation it's a win for one of them and a big fat l for the other uh for trey that could be an l and a diminishing in confidence uh for jimmy it could be uh an l Losing that job and and then not being able to get out of San Francisco or get another job going forward. It is a risk for both guys. It's not necessarily a win win for the individual player. And if it's not a win win for the player trying to get a guy to buy into this idea of, hey, you're just going to sit here and be here at this stage at the NFL level. That is very hard to get professional athletes to do.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. You know, I think the whole thing is, in fact, um, and, you know, if it was a battle in camp, I think it would be fun. You know, it'd be fun oh. for all the fans to go be able to go and watch these two guys so much content, uh, go yeah. duke it out. You're right. There'd be a lot of stuff <laughs> to talk about because, once again, we'd have the spreadsheet out, going ahead and going over all the numbers. Uh, it it would be fun. I just, you know, you brought up about Trey uh, Trey Lance's psyche. I don't think it would actually affect Trey himself. Um, but at some point, right, that pressure has to mount a little bit as continually every single yeah. day the media says the same thing. When
0: is Trey? when, when is yeah. it Trey's time? When is it Trey's time? When is it, It's just going to boil over at some point. Um, he's a human being. Eh? He's a human being. Yeah. He's a young guy who's got the weight of the world on his shoulders already. He understands what this franchise is, the direction it's going, what he's being brought in to eventually be and to lead. And if he doesn't get the job in year two, when all signs are pointing to him being the guy – That those questions, the doubt, everything starts to creep in, and maybe it doesn't affect him like in terms of his mental, his psyche, his confidence level, but it's patience. 100% going to weigh on the patience because every every day, every week, every game, pre, post, whatever the question will be asked.
1: Yeah, you're right. And R has a question for you. Oh, boy. When is Troy Opke going to join Trent Williams in the 99?
0: No idea. Never.
1: Uh, how big was that, though? I know this is a little off. We'll go off just a little bit for a second off the Jimmy G. But Trent Williams is going to be a 99 overall in Madden. He's the first Smart. offensive lineman in the history of the NFL to be 99
0: in Madden. Which is a shame because there's a few other guys that should have gotten those, those, uh, those credentials. And there's a handful of other linemen that I can think of that should have gotten those credentials. But. Good on Madden for finally deciding to make someone a 99. He is like drastically, severely underrated in Madden. Yeah. Severely underrated. Well,
1: I think now it, it makes sense, right? This is a little John Madden year. Uh, so it has to be offensive lineman rank 99. I like that.
0: Uh, about time they did something right. Well, let's, let's see if they actually can figure out offensive lineman AI, Ant.
1: Oh, don't bet on I'm it. I'm
0: going to press X to doubt right now. No, Chad, a, a lot of those X. people
1: had to focus on the, the cover. so
0: And they, they didn't even get that right. Still, <laughs> My favorite was they showed off the, the new gameplay and the new features of guys coming down in space and breaking on routes, and they're showing a cover two corner, sitting in cover two zone, uh, breaking on a flat route and picking it off. When the the running back runs a, a literal flat route and, and then just starts running straight up the field right into the zone coverage. Like, that's not... The AI, is it's still broken. They're not football it's, guys. <laughs> it's still broken, guys. This is, like, this, is, this is an impressive defensive coverage. This is horrible offense.
1: Yeah, that's the problem is football offense. guys don't make the game. That's the problem. That's
0: that's accurate. That's just like Ronnie 2K making NBA 2K, Ant. He's, a, he's not really a basketball guy. Anyone seen that guy shoot? It's pretty bad. It's 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 worse than Drake in the Kentucky layup line. I can, I can tell you. Oh, that. wow. Uh, Big Papa, Big Papa. Here, if we release him, Jimmy G, that is. Do we get a third round comp pick? No, no.
1: we do not. If we release him, we do not get a comp pick. Uh, if he was to start and play for us, we would definitely get a third round comp pick. But I don't think that's in the cards.
0: True. Uh, this is true. Ronnie says, if Jimmy wants to get cut, he won't get anywhere close to the case contract now, though. Um, that is correct. He won't.
1: Yeah, he won't get that money now. And the thing is, is I mean, I guess if he's if he's about money, he'd want to stay on to, with the 49ers under his current contract. Um,
0: yeah, regardless of whether he started on.
1: Yeah, if he's more about being a starter and thinking that he can bet on himself to get even more money next year in a big contract, uh, then he's going to want to go out there and see where he can get a starting job and go out there and play at a high level.
0: That's uh, true. Uh, this is very true. Uh, Brad Jones, sub boys miss a start, but I've been thinking since March, Jimmy ends up with the Browns because we know Watson is going to be done and gone for the year. It is a possibility. It could happen at all signs and all things would lead you to believe that, but the Niners need, need to pull the trigger on it. Um, Brad saying also that Atlanta can't afford Jimmy um, as of right now. You, you wouldn't be wrong with. There are ways around this. We saw the saints cut eighty-eight million over the cap in a matter of weeks. So I mean Atlanta can figure out how to how to make this work.
1: <laughs> There's always a way to make it work. I, I just don't think that they're gonna be willing. I, I think that they could be tanking. Um, I think that they're going to go in there and just hope Mark Marcus Mariota is able to play at a high level. And if he does great, if he doesn't, Oh, well, we'll see what we can get in the draft next year. I don't think they're actually in for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I mean, every time you have a quarterback situation where Jimmy's a better, you know, player than the guy there, you have to at least consider it. It's
0: true. Bolivar saying Trey needs consistent reps with the first team. Oh, uh, Jimmy would be a distraction. Look, as of right now, Jimmy's not going to probably be ready by the, I would say day one to go full bore. full go with the team, which means, that first week, week and a half, I believe is going to be all Trey with the first team out. That's great. That's his opportunity to separate himself. If Jimmy is still on the roster past that week and a half and is cleared and comes back to San Francisco, they will be splitting reps and there will be a competition. There has to be. You have to give Jimmy a shake and a chance at it. You're not just going to say, well, Trey's had a good week and a half and uh, sorry, Jimmy, later. Unless you plan to cut him.
1: Yeah, or... Maybe there's something we haven't considered at all. What if Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be healthy in time and he starts the season on the pup list? Oh, You know what I mean? I mean, you're not freeing up that salary, um, but Jimmy Garoppolo might not take up a roster spot in that situation. You delay it a little bit, and then you activate him in time to trade him. Uh, if somebody has an injury or something, maybe that is something in the cards. I don't know what Jimmy's health is going to be. I just figure at some point when he passes his physical, that will be when the 49ers can actually move him, whether that is a trade release or mm-hmm. the, what we saw with D Ford, nothing, because that's what they've done with D Ford. Absolutely nothing. He's just nothing. sitting there. So we have no resolution on what's going to happen with D Ford this year. Are,
0: are we going to get a resolution? Is this? I mean, because it would have it would have made sense post June first if they were actually going to cut him just to just to move on. Yeah. And just be done with this. The fact that they haven't. So, John Lynch and Kyle Shannon have just been fibbing, fibbing about d4 they don't see a way for him to be here be around they haven't moved off and they haven't just let it go they're not walking away from this
1: yeah it depends on how much they value that 1 million dollars this year and 2 million next year it's if true. they don't have a tremendous value for it the they, can, they can hold, hold on to him i mean at least through training camp or if he's not healthy you can put him on the pup i mean what's the worst thing that happens at some point during the year you have an injury and you're like oh d4 you're healthy now right come on and play I honestly don't know. It's one of the, it's one of the strangest things because it seemed like Kyle Shanahan was completely saying, we don't see D Ford as a member of this roster. And that was right after the, you know, right after mini or yeah, I think it was during many camps. camps and he was going to come in for a physical the next week. And then he came with the physical, apparently, they never reported it, and no resolution. I I don't know. I'm lost. When so that, that physical
0: either looked horrible and they can't make a decision because injuries and reasons and how much money they would hey, owe, or ant, or it was amazing and they were blown away by it and they're just waiting to see. I don't know. But Caleb, up in, up in the membership ant, for 11 months, Trey is going to start signing singing Cena's song to jimmy your time is up my time is now you can't see me my time is now
1: well played k and dr well played he's
0: franchise boy he's shining now I, I... good stuff caleb that was that was absolutely glorious uh, big papa looking forward to mr bosa planting the flag in carolina that is exciting
1: yeah i do like that baker mayfield is going to be on the on the schedule for the 49ers sure. i thought uh, nick bosa took it personal last time And I'm curious to see what he does against Baker Mayfield. Nothing about Baker Mayfield scares me. You know more than Sam Darnold. Would I rather win against Sam Darnold? Sure. Uh, But Baker Mayfield's not exactly scary either. So I think that the 49ers still have an opportunity to win that game, so that didn't really change anything much. Um, The one thing I did see a funny meme was uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, towards ACL after reading Baker Mayfield had signed with the Carolina Panthers, or got traded to the Carolina Panthers.
0: Yikes! (laughs) Yikes! Solid meme. Uh, Solid meme. Uh, But big yikes for (laughs) big yikes there for uh, Mr. McCaffrey. Uh, Mr. Corey, Garoppolo and D ford are like michael myers and jason to us in that order so garoppolo is a mask wearing deep breathing stalker and uh d ford carries around a machete and a hockey mask
1: i don't know i like to think of my garoppolo more of the michael myers as in like uh the actor the comedic austin actor, powers? The Austin austin powers. powers yeah i mean why not you know he was a you know a sexy man, dude. He's international man of mystery. He had when that Garoppolo's. mojo, yes. you know. <laughs>
0: Mister Djokovic does have the mojo. Age. Yeah. But what would D Ford be then? Because Jason, I don't see. I just don't. I don't. I don't see the comparison there, Mister Corey. What would D Ford be to us?
1: Yeah, I think yeah, it's an interesting comment from Mister Corey. Um, I I know I like where he was going with it, but I just like my Michael Myers a little it's bit better. Just
0: a different Michael Myers. Yeah, so it's a different one. Uh, has Trey developed touch yet? Uh, look I don't think you can know one way or the other yet in terms of whether touch is developed also by touch do you mean? deep balls? Do you mean intermediate? Do you mean short? There's a lot of different areas in which touch yeah. is, is prevalent.
1: I think he means whipping it, you know, on those, those underneath routes he's, he's kind a, of he's always, smoking them.
0: He's always going to whip it.
1: I, I think he is going to whip it. I just think that he will be able to take a little bit off and not throw it as hard. Uh, once he understands where the receiver is going to be right now, he sees the receiver come open and he's got to absolutely whip it to get it there. You know, and there's some tight windows. Jimmy Garoppolo had the quicker release so he was able to do the same thing he just got it out quicker um so trey has to whip it to make up that time and i think it will happen the more he has a understanding of this offense he'll be able to play with anticipation and then yeah you'll see the velocity slow down on some throws i still think some of them you're right he's gonna just absolutely whip it
0: i i anticipate more whipping than anything else look i think i I can't stand the whippets look i get it, (laughs) farmer. i understand it not a lot of people uh can can like that and there are certain times i definitely don't don't love it i'm not a fan of it uh, but you know what I don't see? I don't see whippets on the deep throws. I yeah. see touch. I see beautiful ball placement. Um, and in all honesty, that's that's where he needs it the most is those kind of passes because it's the one thing Kaepernick, Kaepernick lacked in, in his throwing game and his repertoire with his arsenal. He had a cannon of an arm, but he did not have touch on deep balls. And even though he could throw that thing deep downfield, there were times where if he could just place the ball slightly better, we'd have bigger plays. And he just couldn't do it. Trey can Trey can do those things already.
1: Yeah. Trey's touch on the deep pass is fantastic. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, Ronnie says, do the 49ers only carry five wideouts to take on an extra lineman on the D line or the O line? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I did the roster breakdown and I literally had them keeping nine offensive linemen for the mere fact that you don't have to keep six wide receivers. I think the only reason they kept six last year was Jalen Hurd. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think they kept six last year because of Jalen Heard. They wanted to give him the opportunity. Once he wasn't, uh they moved on. But I think they've also gotten special teams players in other areas. Uh so it's it's one of those things that I think the Niners will keep five, nine offensive linemen, eleven defensive linemen. Can see it. Alex. Uh I think that there's a lot of really good defensive linemen, though. And I think the Niners are gonna have a lot of edge rushers.
0: Uh this is uh this is very uh, very true. So look, uh Someone had asked this, uh, Brad Jones, does Robbie Answers tweet real after he found out about the Baker trade? So here's, this is a little bit of misinformation because he did not tweet after Baker Mayfield was traded. However, (laughs) he did tweet when Baker Mayfield was first rumored to come to Cleveland Mm -hmm. in which he tweeted, no. (laughs) So the tweet is real. He really did tweet no about not wanting Baker in Cleveland but it was not after the trade occurred. It was uh, a few months before it happened.
1: Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, Robbie Anderson definitely said it. Uh, He just said it two months before (laughs) the trade actually happened. This is true uh yeah he is back I, in april i did watch him talking to the media a little bit um he did not look excited about that
0: no i mean i don't have an issue with baker stop trying to paint a narrative <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do love it I, I do love it i love also that he tweeted his answer with a response as well so yeah
1: know. i would also like i mean everyone was watching the baker mayfield commercials right it's true can we get one now where he's moving Oh, 100%. Please, I
0: need, can he I need a move? move. I need a yeah. moving one. I need him moving into the Carolina Stadium. Yeah. Um, it would be even better if Robbie Anderson were living in the stadium and Baker's like moving in with him to play off this. It'd be great. Get on top of this can, progress. Can,
1: can they do? You got a new roommate, and he goes, "No, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be even better. That would stick it. First off, it would stick it to all the media, which would be great. Uh, But then, just the the storylines coming off of that yeah. would be absolutely glorious. A great one here. D Ford gonna be like Jason to the opposing offense this season. That would be great. One. That would be great. If if that D for is healthy and and could be slashing up opposing offenses and sacking the quarterback all over the place i'm all good what is your i'm all good with that
1: what would your ranking be from one to ten that we see d ford actually make it to training camp 0.25 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and ready to go on day one? Oh, Point, I,
1: 0.25 yeah i don't know i i think the foreigners got a little bit of, of stuff to do here in the next couple weeks i'm interested to see what ends up happening with d 4
0: That's yeah, i don't know man if they cut him right before training camp starts I'll be even more miffed by this whole situation.
1: I mean, if they do cut him, I, I realistically think he ends up with like Los Angeles or or one of these bona fide oh, uh, teams 100%. that can go get it done. So, 100%. I don't want to see him as a Ram. Our luck, he would
0: be healthy. Yeah, he a hundred percent would. He definitely would. That would just be sad. Uh, the meaning correlation is that every time you think they're gone, they're back. Okay. Okay,
1: that right. makes sense. That makes more so sense. So you can you need to add Dante Johnson to that list. Dante
0: Johnson, Jordan Matthews, hundred <laughs> percent. So Dante Johnson is Freddy Krueger. He's a on Elm Street. He's a dream, right? He's a figure of the imagination. Who was the other one you just said? A
1: Jordan Matthews. Jordan
0: Matthews, hundred percent. What would Jordan Matthews be though?
1: I don't know. He's just a nice guy, though. He is. He is yeah. a nice guy. is he, he Ghostface. Uh, maybe he's just mr rogers what's your well, favorite baby? position to play on the football field i think he's just mr rogers won't you be my neighbor
0: won't you be my neighbor i like that one i absolutely like that one oh and then there's that arm fatigue but we don't have to worry about yeah
1: did you see that this is a, a thing again i mean the, it,
0: again a thing
1: yeah colin cowherd was saying it oh, uh cowherd. also uh, uh michael silver what
0: is cowherd's deal by the way with trey I don't know. Is it, was this, is it because Trey was dating his daughter and he just like, he's hot and cold? There's rumors about
1: that. But Michael Silver's uh,
0: saying it now, too. Mm.
1: He's saying that the actual, now he's kind of saying, I believe, is that the 49ers changing Trey's arm um, motion is actually what is causing the arm fatigue. Alex is speechless right now. The arm fatigue thing is interesting to me. Um, I think that if he was getting arm fatigue, I think. Trey Lance would changes arm motion back.
0: <laughs> I just I don't understand how people come up with this stuff, and there's people that buy it. And um, that would that would be
1: if hey if he really is having arm fatigue, he's then...
0: gonna <laughs> he's gonna throw it it doesn't cause the arm fatigue.
1: Yeah, well maybe that's why Jimmy Garoppolo's still a forty nine er. Arm fatigue.
0: <laughs> How come there are no articles about Jimmy and arm fatigue? His shoulder, his shoulder, his shoulder surgery. Yet, he's gonna have arm fatigue. He hasn't been doing anything with his arm other than standing and filming subway commercials. He's
1: probably gonna be like rookie of the year. He's gonna be able to throw oh, the deep ball. Dude, bowl. what if oh. he can? Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What the F is arm fatigue? Well, look, I, arm fatigue would just be like, you know, you're essentially it'd be like throwing out your arm, throwing out your shoulder. You're, you're throwing so much. The angles change that your, your arm is sore. You can't give up. You can't get the motion that you want. Like all of those things There's just, there's just one problem. Like there's no documented like evidence of this being number one, an issue for Trey. And number two, now that people are saying it's because of the change in the arm angle, then, then he's, he's just going to not do that. Yeah, I mean, and, and then not have arm fatigue. How many throws do they think he's making? I, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, how many, how many
1: throws is he actually making? The arm fatigue thing makes no sense to me,
0: dude. He's not, he's not throwing a hundred pitches. It's, it's not like a hundred twenty-five <laughs> pitch game, dude.
1: It's, it's hey, Itchy says, Itchy ninety-five says, I think we're all getting Trey Lance
0: rumor fatigue. I, I'm, I am just. I am, I am rumor fatigued Yeah, itchy. I'll be
1: honest, I can't wait itchy until the end of the month.
0: <laughs> Jimmy G will we we'll have arm thritis. <laughs> arm arthritis from Ronnie Montoya.
1: Okay, that, dog. that was very... We, we've had back-to-back tremendous. Solid.
0: I have yeah. Garoppolo and McGlinchey fatigue. <laughs> glinch-teague? He's got glinch-teague over there. Yeah. Mr. Corey with the glinch-teague. Wow. I'm not, I'm not surprised by the Glitch T you know, <laughs> that was
1: well played by all three. Right. That was there. just right. glorious, man. It yeah. really does.
0: Trey needs to slow down on the whippets and then he won't have arm fatigue. Ants won't yeah. T arm fatigue. I mean,
1: I, I think, I think he whips it because that's what he needs to do right now. I think it's going to change. You know, I, I don't think a guy would be continually able to throw those fastballs as somebody that's uh, pitched before and had arm fatigue. You can't exactly whip it that hard. If your arm is fatigued.
0: True. <laughs> It's it's true. Uh, Colin Coward put that report out on Trey. Trey broke up with his daughter. Hmm. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Well, to each their own. And he probably told him, you break my daughter's heart and I'll ruin your career.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Because at some point, somebody's going to look bad, right? Uh, Somebody. And I'm I'm thinking that the way Trey Lance is approaching the game and he's being with Kyle Shannon and this team with the talent that they have, I I think that Trey Lance is going to have himself one big year.
0: And we should have just had, we should have brought Jay Hill on. He's a Colin Cowherd connoisseur. He, that's yeah. all he does is listen to the coward.
1: Yeah, we could have, uh, we're, we're probably going to fatigue all the way to a Super Bowl. So um, I would like I'm, that. I'm all,
0: I'm all for fatiguing to a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Fatiguing to a Super Bowl would be great. Uh, we're talking military fatigue, right? We're in a military mm. fatigue to the Super Bowl. It's not, we're not talking about actual armor yeah. anymore we totally changed.
1: Yeah, and we've been talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance for the last, you know, pretty much almost 40 minutes. If you have <laughs> anything else, you know, any other questions, full Q&A, let us know. Any mm-hmm. other questions? I mean, we've had some here and there, but I just want to let everyone know, like, you don't have to stay on this topic. No, You can go anywhere 49ers. It's
0: true. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Colin Coward thought his, oh, no. Oh, okay. Going to get arm fatigue spending Trey's money. Okay. Oh. I'm glad I'm glad that Mr. Corey went there, Ant. Because I could have... Could have gone in a not good direction there. Uh, Michael Humphrey, Colin Coward equals Nick Wright. Ooh. Oh, my. That's well done. Oh, my. Yeah, that's uh, oh that's my. a shot right there. there well, a shot. Done, that is 100% well done, Michael. Well shot. Big yikes for Coward and for Nick Wright. Yeah. I can't believe there's not more people who've made Colin Cowherd as a coward jokes. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. It's just sitting there. It's a low hanging fruit. Maybe that's why, Aunt. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I can't stand watching fools like Coward. Uh, yeah, I see. I just said it. In- yeah.
1: yeah. I don't watch it. I don't watch Colin Coward at all. I wouldn't even have known about this if it wasn't
0: everywhere on Twitter. When I had SiriusXM, I would listen to his radio show back, way back in the day. A long time. Been a long time since then. Uh, Brad Jones going really. Uh, are in the dead zone before training camp. Trey's arm fatigue, and now Skip and Sharp are doing a 12 minute segment on Rogers' new tattoo. That's news to me. I didn't know Rogers Did had a it? tattoo. Let's, I mean, I got. I'm not to pull this. <laughs> I out.
1: had no idea that he got a tattoo. Not to pull this up. Uh, wow, that's interesting.
0: Is it? Uh, is it to commemorate his uh, look cleanse? It's his it, number
1: one search too. Is it?
0: Is it, uh, is it in regards to his cleanse? Is that what it does? Aaron Rodgers is definitely a Detroit Lions fan. Oh my goodness gracious.
1: What do you get? A lion tattoo? Oh my god! If he got a lion, or tattoo a lion it, tattoo, I will. I will. I'm so interested it. in this tattoo now. Who knew? What what is this thing? I'm hoping somebody will say it in the it's in the chat. It's a pair
0: of lions and an eye overlooking the entire piece. Okay. I mean, we're we're pulling this up here to look to look live at it uh, here, chat. What in the absolute world?
1: Okay, I think it's very intricate. Um, it's very well done. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I I I've so saw it. It's a lot going on there. I've saw it and uh, now I want to unsee it.
0: <laughs> it is intricate.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Well, Are those you're... constellations at the top? Is this supposed to be like the Illuminati symbol inverted?
1: I, I don't know. I don't even know what the Illuminati
0: is. Is this Illuminati... the eye of Agamotto? I I don't know. Is he secretly Doctor Strange's pupil? What is happening? I don't know. A Rod. A Rod. Why? Why would you do this? Make it make sense, Chat. And
1: and make Paul. Make it make sense. Paul has a question here. I've heard a couple of different things. Do we have a date when training camp does start? Uh, yeah. So the rookies uh, are going to be showing up on the twenty fifth of July, and on the twenty sixth, the veterans are going to be showing up. Um, so that's when camp is going to start now. The the 49ers haven't released the training camp dates yet. So we have nothing official about when those dates are going to be or when those practices are going to be open. Um, so when that happens, uh, I'm sure that'll be something that we can actually talk about, but right now there's nothing. And I've definitely been waiting. I even emailed them, uh, did not get a great response. So Yikes. thanks a lot. 49ers.
0: Way to go. Man. You just, <laughs> we just wanted some info and some Intel. You could, he could be nice about it. My yeah. goodness gracious me, Mr. Corey. Better season Hufanga, or Banks? Ooh, I'm gonna say Banks.
1: Oh, I like that. He's got
0: Trent Williams next to him.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Hufanga. Okay. I, I think I, like I think Hufanga is gonna um, come on the scene a little bit, and I think him just being surrounded by such a good cornerback uh, group now, and of course having Jimmy Ward, I think he could do it. But I wouldn't be shocked if we don't talk about both those guys
0: having a really good season. It's true. I would not be uh, surprised that, by that at all. If if we end up talking about both gentlemen. Uh, having breakout years like that and breakout campaigns, um, it would make sense. It would 100% uh, make sense if that were the case. And apparently Jerry Rice has also made comments about Trey Lance <laughs> and being successful in 2022. So look at that. Everyone weighing in on Trey, everyone weighing in on uh, different situations here. And uh, look, I think this is uh, this is going to be a very interesting season. That is for sure. Uh, Rich Hidalgo, how you doing, my guy? I said, what's up, fam? Um, great one here. Tarveris Moore breakout season. Our defense is going to be top three. So there you go. Someone feeling like Tarverius Moore is going to step up in a big way. You know, I like
1: that. You know, why not? I think that's a training camp battle. And, you know, I I think some people aren't willing to give it to Hufunga. I'm not saying Hufunga is going to outright win it. I just think Hufunga is definitely the leader in the clubhouse. Just all the conversations that we've heard from D'Amico and things. Um, But I do think we're actually going to see both of them during the season. uh, And kind of a split role. I think Hufanga will get the most snaps, uh, maybe like Takuski Tart, and then Tarverius Moore getting like around 40%, 35%, 40% of the snaps.
0: That's fair. That's that's definitely fair. Uh, I thought everyone would show up on the 26th, including rookie, said Brad Jones. I think that's that was the projected date, uh, but I don't know if it's confirmed or not.
1: Yeah, no, I heard the 25th for rookies, the 26th it's for veterans. Guys, uh, so it well. could be to a 26th overall. Things are changing are fluid, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's when it's going to happen, and we know that training camp will happen right around then. And then we, I mean, it's August 12th, and the, is the first preseason game, so they're going to have two weeks of practice
0: before preseason games start. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting. Mr. Corey, bigger disappointment, Kinlaw or McGlinchey? Neither. Neither, Mr. Corey. Yeah. Neither. You're going dis- to be the only one that's going to be disappointed because neither guy's going to let you down this year. I have faith. I have faith that both guys are going to be healthy and have put together good seasons.
1: I have a feeling that if McGlinchey even made the Pro Bowl, Mr. Corey would be let down by that performance.
0: That's probably
1: <laughs> just tease him. In, if he but...
0: if he if he pulled another 2019 season eight where he graded out as the second yeah. best the second best uh, run blocking tackle in all the football behind only Trent Williams, Mr. Corey would still be upset.
1: I think McGlinchey was having a pretty good year. Uh, I think he was. So he wasn't having a bad year. Yeah, he wasn't having a bad year before injury. So I'm I'm curious what happens. He had finally gotten back to that weight. You know, everyone's kind of thinking about 2020 where he wasn't able to anchor because he had lost some. Much weight. Uh, they definitely remedied that. I think if he wouldn't have got hurt, the Four Yards definitely could have used him in the playoffs. That would have been big.
0: It's true. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome, Mr. Corey. That's what I'm here for, man. That's what, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> you. do we have a tentative date for when Jimmy G is no longer on the team? Sometime in
1: 2022 slash 2023. I don't think there's anything uh, for sure about it.
0: Look, I'm I'm gonna go bold, ant, and say between week one and the trade deadline.
1: Okay, so you think he's going to be on the roster? I think he might. Interesting. Okay, he might.
0: you heard it here first. I don't know why, but I just get that feeling. Yeah, deep down in my loins. Uh, without giving up run defenses, I do believe Kinlaw could have six and a, five and a half sacks this year. Excuse me, five and a half. Not six, I didn't want to put more sacks on for you there, for for you, Paul. Uh, sacks this year, mainly because. Who do you double team? That is very true, especially if it's an early down situation and Kinloss healthy and firing off the ball. And um, you're going to spend a lot of time, you would imagine, on uh, Armstead and Bosa.
1: Yeah, that's where his sacks are going to come in early down situations because when he gets to, to third down, he's probably going to be off the field and they're going to be having one of these edge rushers out there, you know, getting it done. So I think that. Kinlaw could have one of those uh, seasons. And if he plays all 17 games, five and a half sacks is realistic.
0: Very true. Jawan Jennings will step up big time, caught fire the last couple of games and the playoffs Says rich.
1: Yeah, I like Jawan Jennings. I think everyone's going to be happy with what he does this year. He's one of the most aggressive players and physical blockers the 49ers have. I think he's going to be used a lot more when the 49ers want a George Kittle slash Jawan Jennings style of blocking scheme. So three wide receivers with George Kittle on the field, True. I think is something the Niners are going
0: to trend towards. It definitely could be the case, man. He's carved himself out a huge role in San Francisco. Yeah, he really has. He went from a guy that, you know, didn't know what, what he was going to be on the roster. He was the last wide receiver is what we kept telling ourselves last year. He was the last wide receiver that that went to make the roster, even though, you know, Heard slid on being, you know, barely healthy. Uh, and he went from the last guy in the room and to easily easily the third guy on the field and, and the guy that you wanted on the field in most situations. Yeah, and The blocking and everything else that he does in this offense is phenomenal. Uh, Michael Humphrey, who is the underactive pre-agent that makes the roster?
1: I don't think there's going to be an undrafted free agent that makes this roster. I think this roster is too deep. I don't think there's a guy that can come up there and, and get the job. I think there's some notable guys to watch, you know, that could end up making an impact, you know, during the season because they start on the practice squad and then end up coming up to the main roster, you know, and and maybe that's how they get it done. Um, but it's going to be difficult for anyone to make this roster because roster is absolutely stacked. There's not very many positions loaded. actually open uh, for competition, and 18 potentially that are open for competition out it's of true. 53. That's not a lot.
0: Uh, no, it's it's really not. Uh, it's really not, Mister. Corey, bigger surprise, Jordan, and uh, I know you meant Mason, or Samuel Womack uh, this upcoming season. I think Jordan Mason is just about a year away from being able to be a breakout guy for San Francisco or, or make this roster. It's going to be very difficult in that room. It's going to be hard for Samuel Womack, but you drafted him, man. You got to yeah. think he's got an inside track to be the bigger surprise, make this roster, and maybe have a role.
1: Uh, the, the problem with both of them is they're going into rooms that are absolutely stacked. It's I mean, Jordan Mason's going to... You know, be in a room that has a lot of veterans where we're talking about a guy who's been a part of the team uh, for a couple years now, Jamichael Hasty, that's on the bubble. You know, and and that's going to be tough. But I think Jordan Mason will be a part of the 49ers if they can work it out. I think they'll probably like to get him to the practice squad where they could end up keeping him. And then at some point, he's probably going to have to come up. Somebody's going to get hurt. Um, The 49ers running backs just can't stay healthy continuously. That's why it's nice to have a rotation. With Samuel Womack, I mean, you talk about an absolutely loaded room. Uh, there's so many guys that are loaded. He's going to be in the competition with Diamond Lenore, you know, uh, and, and also um, Dante, Johnson, Dante
0: Johnson, Darquez Denard.
1: Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys there. So I think it's going to be one of those things where I think they want to keep bowl Could Womack staying mean the eventual release of Diamond Lenore? That could happen.
0: It's true. It really could. It's going to be hard to pin down who exactly does what in that cornerback room and who who they actually keep for what roles. Um, maybe they think they could sneak Demo to the practice squad. Maybe they feel like they could sneak Womack to the practice squad. Um, maybe he comes down with a mysterious injury towards the end of camp, and they're able to put him on a pup list or in the IR and stash him away they and not might worry have about to, yeah. it. I mean, I, I won't be shocked if we see a couple of these late round draft picks, Ant, come down with mysterious injuries towards the end of training camp. It won't surprise me in the slightest. I
1: think because we've seen it happen before it, it, it definitely won't surprise me.
0: It's true. I it, it really is. Uh, Mr. Corey, can anyone really believe that Jake Brendel and Darquez Denard are gonna be starters?
1: I think you have to when it comes to the 49ers.
0: At least with at least with Jake Brendel. Well, I mean there's no really other options.
1: No, I mean, and there were there was right, there were people before that were always wondering, well, we can't actually see Daniel Brunskill as a starter someday, right? Daniel Brunskill's a starter. I mean, this is this is what happens. Emmanuel Mosley was under after free agent. We can't possibly see Emmanuel Mosley starting someday. Emmanuel Mosley's a starter. I think it does happen sometimes. So is it out of the question? No. And Quest and dark was a first-round pick. Uh, talent-wise, this guy can handle business. I think him moving to the slot is something that's going to be interesting to watch because he didn't do it a lot in his no, career. He's all. been uh, primarily an outside guy. So I think he could do it. It's
0: interesting. It is. It's extremely interesting. Uh, So, look, we'll see. I can believe that either one of those guys could be starters. Um, I would prefer if someone beat them out personally, but I don't know who's going to beat out Jake Brendel, to be honest with you, and Alex Mack is not walking through that door. So, I don't know. Uh, Brad Jones, you guys hear that they want to put a roof on Soldier Field to stop the Bears from moving to Arlington?
1: Yeah, I did see that. I seen that the mayor's kind of pitching that as well. Um,
0: Sure. Okay. But, I mean, this is something. Isn't the problem of the stadium is just – Old, yeah, and I mean, they want a new stadium. Well, and how it's, does putting a roof solve that problem other than inclement from the weather? Like it keeps you out of the, the cold,
1: yeah. I mean, there was one time a mayor, uh, mayoral candidate from our city, Alex, uh, that wanted to put a dome on the Great Bowl. So, it, this is something that mayors do, you know, it's kind of like in school, this would solve for
0: all of the problems. You just put a dome on top yeah. of it, ain't? F-
1: yeah. Free snacks in class every day. Like that's just what happens. Now, Brad Jones did ask earlier, "How do you guys feel about Hassan Ridgeway? I think mm-hmm. he might be underrated this season." Spoke to an Eagles fan. He's bi- his big issue is staying healthy.
0: He doesn't have to stay healthy very long with us, and it's not because like we don't need him on. The- we need him on the football field. It'd be great to have him on the football field, but he's in a massive rotation. He's in a massive rotation, so he doesn't have to be hundred percent an 80% version of Hassan Ridgeway during the season is going to be a okay to amp, yeah, because he's just going to be able to will himself to get that extra 20% out of himself on a handful of snaps. So the good news is he's playing in rotation with a very deep group. Um, and the Niners training staff has done a much better job the last few years of keeping guys on the field and healthy.
1: Yeah. I, I think, you know, when it comes to Ridgeway, but he didn't stay healthy all the time. But when he was healthy, Probably. boy, was he good. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things the 49 are looking for. They're looking for a guy that can come in, you know, and play fifteen to twenty percent of snaps and really get a nice rotation going as a second unit guy. You want Kinlaw on the field. You want one of these edge rushers, you know, in in certain certain situations. But what Ridgeway is there to do is when Kinlaw is tired, he can go in and stop the run. True, and I think that's what you're really looking for. So I like the Hassan Ridgeway. I think he's. Almost as close as you can get to a lock to make this roster. I think he's going to make it. Um, hopefully, he stays healthy because I do think he'd be a big upgrade from what we got from Catavia Street last year.
0: Uh, very, very true, Ant. Extremely true. P- big pop. Anybody got an over/under on how many times Dante Johnsons will be released and re-signed?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go three with three and a half. Yeah, I think three and a half is fair because I honestly think it could be over. Um, I think this could be one it of those could. years. I'll go under where he goes back and forth, but they have a very talented secondary. I think it's going to be hard for him. He just has so much versatility. I mean, you know, we kind uh, of talk- an injury in the safety or yeah. the
0: cornerback room could get Dante Johnson called up.
1: Yeah, and you know, Luke uh, was talking in the comment section just uh, yesterday about the fact he believes that they could actually keep Dante Johnson to play the fourth safety and a
0: cornerback. It's interesting. Oh, so free up some more space for another defensive line. You lineup.
1: could, or you can just have an extra secondary player. It's true. You could have a seventh cornerback slash. So you know, it could be a way to keep a lot of those other guys. Um, but that means you're moving on from a Tarvarius Moore yeah. or, you know, a George Odom. I don't think the managers are going to be willing it's to It's
0: not do that. George Odom. Yeah, there's no way it's George Odom. It'd, yeah. have to, it'd have to be Tarverius Moore. Yeah. It would have to be. I, I couldn't see it being anyone else. Uh, Big Papa going with the dark was art was a first round pick. And this is not wrong. He was a first round pick Brad saying, unless Nick Sakel tears it up in camp, it, it's going to be uh Brendel as the center. Uh, Rich saying Santa Clara needs to put a half dome <laughs> on. It's too hot out there. I mean, it, it,
1: it does get hot done. at certain parts of the stadium. I mean, it's, True. it's not nice, but day,
0: day games, day games, when you enter in and to you, uh, you need to sit on. Oh man. Rises in the East West. Oh man. That's never south, south end of the stadium, south end of the stadium. I, I had to do some some serious never eat sour wheat there. South end of the stadium during morning games and uh, uh, afternoon games, you just you sit on the opposite side. You, you don't sit on the north. on the south side.
1: Yeah, and Mr. Corey says the difference between Mosley and Brunskill is that they were a rookie and third year guys, respectively. Okay. Brindle is twenty nine and has three career starts. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and Brindle would definitely be getting it uh, late in his career. I'm not saying it's the it's the greatest thing I've ever heard of, but the 49ers have to feel some sort of comfort or why wouldn't they be just knocking or, or kicking down the door of J.C. Um, you know, or making you other know, other moves,
0: they honestly could be. And we just don't know about it because the letters also don't leak. So, I mean, they, they could be right now have kicked down the door of Tretter's place already and have tied him down. And, sign what San Francisco and are trying to get it done. I mean, that, that very well could be the case.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they could, and something could still happen. I know a lot of people are saying now that the Treader thing's not happening, but I still keep a tiny bit of, you know, percentage that it could for the mere fact that there is unanswered questions at the center position.
0: It's not solidified. Yeah, it's not solidified. Anyone who feels it is solidified. Um, I don't know what you could have seen or have known or have watched of Brendel that makes you go, set solid done I'm not there
1: yeah and and Mr. Corey said he'd rather see me start at center than Brendel here's the problem I'm the size of Poe but I don't move that good Mm. so you already have Poe why not have Poe
0: I mean you make a great point yeah you don't move bad though you don't move bad I move worse than I used to I mean that's that's yeah. age though. E- that, that's
1: e- yeah, even at my athletic peak, I was still slower than Jason Poe. Ah, Jason, Poe not by be. a lot, he but I was still slower. St- still freak. He's a freak, he, he's he's, he's a, impressive. He's, he is. That's I just sure. I worry about my short
0: arms being able to block. Just like I worry about the length of Poe a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. D line, D line sounds glorious for that man. Uh, yeah. John Neville's here. Sac Francisco. Speaking in terms of the video title. Yeah. Jimmy will be the week one starter for our 49ers. Don't say I didn't warn you. Oh Ooh. my lord, it's bold
1: I, I i love when john comes through with something like that i love bold. the boldness oh well done San francisco uh, yeah look, uh, I,
0: I i am not going to say that this is outlandish it's not outlandish i i just don't i don't see a world in which trey lance with all the time he's had to work this offseason isn't going to elevate past jimmy who has not been able to work on anything He's been recovering from surgery. He's probably working on lower half strength and things of that nature. He's he's not been able to to hone his game. He's gonna be rusty coming into the season.
1: Yeah, I I I don't see Jimmy being quarterback one. Um, I've I've thought from the beginning that it was gonna be Trey in, in year two. I still think it's gonna be Trey, but Jimmy being a part of this roster is becoming. Uh, a little bit more
0: realistic to think about at this point. It is. It, it definitely is. Give Ant a contract and time in the gym, starting center real quick. Ant. Whew, I might need a lot of time in the gym. no, ah, don't know. We, you know oh. Listen, they give you a contract. You have lots of money, and then you can hire one of those fancy trainers that yeah. are doing all those fancy things, and then you can do fancy stuff and get 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 right real quick.
1: That's true. We got one just up the road. You it's know, true. I could go. I could go see That's him. True. See how it's going. The factory. It's it's get in there. Get ready to roll. Get ready to roll. Yeah, after. I got to work on my hand placement a little bit. Work on my kick slide. Get a little bit of the kick slide. Make yeah. sure,
0: make sure you get that first strike going. You, that's
1: right. You got to fire And then, what's my reward? I get to look at Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead. No, nope, I just
0: retired. Thanks. Uh, I, I retired. I, that what, was a scary. One. Not Aaron. Not not the eventual realization that Aaron Donald would be lining up. By I'm worried Aaron. about Kinlaw. That's true. Kinlaw's huge. Kinlaw's
1: a massive man. No, He's, and Aaron Donald will just throw me. By the way,
0: there's no thing. Yeah. This no. is why I don't understand the Brunskill situation, dude. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Aaron Donald like just absolutely manhandle people. Yeah. And I've seen Brunskill get manhandled, and it's like, oh, no. Yeah. And, oh, no. And he's going to get eaten alive. And then he just stands him up. Yeah. Just stands him up. I don't get it. I think a handshake deal is in place with Treder. I can't believe the 49ers want to break in the biggest investment in franchise history. With a guy with three career starts.
1: I think we also have to think of it. Because I'm not against what Mr. Corey is saying. But what if. What if Jake Brendel. Is actually good. Like what if last year. They saw something in him. When he was backing up Alex Mack. And they're like you know what. Look at the way he's handling our defensive lineman. Like he's pretty good.
0: Is there any chance that that's the case. How did 31 other teams miss it. I don't know. I mean, right? The right system? The
1: apple of your eye? How did everyone miss Raheem Mostert? That's,
0: that's true. It's true. It's 100% possible, Ant. Yeah. Gonna have to dive
1: into the Brindle film. I have to dive into the oh, Brendel film. Oh, this is so hard. Coming man. next week, why Jake Brendel's that guy? Oh, maybe.
0: Uh, and got that technique. Uh, muscle memory going to come back real quick. Also, technique, technique. Uh, Brad Jones not trying to cause beef between you and Chapman, but what have you thought of his roster cut down breakdown?
1: Are you talking about the ninety man? The, the I think he's man. talking
0: about the ninety man
1: yeah you know what i've i've been watching it so i to be honest with you i haven't taken into full account of like who he's cutting and who he's not sure um we'll be putting out our predictions closer to training camp like our pre-training camp uh 53 man and then i think we could look at what he did and who he kept Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i'm sure we're gonna have some disagreements on a few players there'll be
0: disagreements there has there has to be disagreements because everyone views the roster slightly different and the players
1: Yeah, that's the truth.
0: Uh, I mean, I I remember watching his just his breakdown of individual players and seeing where he had Tabor Pepper and some of these other guys. It's like, you can't put them that low. mm -hmm. They can't be your 53rd, 52nd, 54th best players. Oh, no, he's doing impact on the 2022 season. Oh, I know. I I know that. But I remember just watching those and being like, I get what you're doing because they're going to make the roster at those spots. John, those guys belong in the 80s. Get them them out of here. Get get them down there. Wow. You can't have Mitch Wischnowski out there covering in space and good things happen. Does that
1: mean we need to do our own 1 through 90? Not like break down every player, but just rank the 49ers 1 through 90. Maybe. Wow, that's a long episode. We're going to have to break it up in increments. We might
0: have to. That might be a three three or 4 partner, folks. (laughs) Be you, can, you can point. tell John
1: just grinding through it right. He now. is man. We're he just gonna is. keep counting them down.
0: I remember ta- I remember talking <laughs> with him. and He was like, "Yeah, we're, I'm going with those. It's a process. It's, mm-hmm. It is a process. That is for sure. Yeah. Oh. As uh, scrappy as the Dolphins' O-line has been for a decade, and Brendel was there and couldn't start. Lol. Yeah, yeah. it depends on regime though, right? Scheme,
1: scheme, regime. Scheme. Uh That's a lot of it. I mean, sometimes you go to a different situation. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is Chris Forster was there. Kyle Shanahan trusts Chris Forster. Remember, we were, and it was everyone in the 49ers faithful, I think. Tom Compton. Why would the 49ers have Tom Compton still on the roster over Colt McKivitts? Tom Compton was with Kyle Shanahan when they they drafted. Uh, Chris Forster was with Tom, you know, and Tom Compton were together with uh, Kyle Shanahan when they drafted him. So there he was. So maybe he's just one of Forrester's guys. Maybe
0: they work. Who knows? Uh, that's possible. It, it very. It's very, very, very possible. And, uh, the 49er system is not the easiest to learn, says Big Papa. Matt Burgos goes, in my opinion, the 49er system is not as complicated as most people think. Daddy Shanahan modernized it all. It's more about blocking precision and discipline and reading the blocks.
1: Yeah, I think there's... It's very complex in the fact that there's a lot to it, right? Um, and the way that you know they, they've said, I think there's a lot more for like a quarterback or a center to learn in Kyle Shanahan's system sure. than maybe other players. Sure. I think it's complex in areas and then also I think the terminology at times. Uh, just getting to know it. If you're coming from another system, it could be like Greek as you're trying to learn it. Uh, so you're figuring out, okay, this term means the same thing I learned in another system. Not every system is the same. Finding out the similarities makes it easier, uh, but yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's like learning another language out there well, uh, sure so I, I think that these NFL players are well equipped to handle it uh, they've got people to help them whether as coaches and other players they're going to make sure they learn it um, but I mean I, I've heard people say how complex it is I think it's complex enough that Matt Ryan took until year two uh, to get the, get the system down
0: that's very true uh, so we'll see we'll see if this, this group can put it together this year with the guys that they have Uh, All these battles will come down to the wire. A lot of great players will be lost to other teams. Uh, That might be the case, though, with a lot of teams. There was a lot of talent that came out in this draft, and there's going to be a lot of tough decisions and cutdowns uh, for 31 other teams as well as San Francisco. So there could be a lot of names out there that surprise some people uh, come the actual, you know, week one of the regular season.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think that there's a, a lot of things that are going to happen. I'm I'm interested to see what happens just in this span. I know it's supposed to be a dead period, uh, but this span of time from now until training camp, there's going to be some stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably some Jimmy G news. Yeah. Probably some d Ford news. Yeah. Uh, and all the while, probably. Mike, I
0: imagine a Mike McGlinchey update at some point. And more arm fatigue. <laughs> a dang arm fatigue. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. If Brendel is the guy, I'm good with it. I hope he's a late... He He's hoping if he, he's a late bloomer, he would absolutely love it. He'd be good with it. That's good there, uh, Mr. Corey. And Alex Faulkner, what's up, guys? Who are the wide receivers that make the final roster? Uh, for sure, Debo. Uh, for sure, Ayuk. For sure, Juwan Jennings. Uh, for sure, Danny Gray. And for sure, Ray Ray McLeod.
1: Yeah, I think that's the five. There you go. I think it's pretty clear this year.
0: I don't even I... think it's... I don't think there's a competition. There's a battle. I don't think there's anything to watch. The only, Barring someone getting hurt.
1: Yeah, I think it's those five guys. I think the 49ers have it solidified. I think they want to have only five wide receivers in this room. I, I think it's, this is one of the ones that's the, the clearest I think I've ever seen the wide receiver position.
0: That's very accurate. Uh, Matt, And that, Matt Burgos, that is true. I think understanding the offense is a great filter for limiting your roster. It makes difficult cuts a little bit easier. Um, if you've got two guys, right, similar skill sets, similar things that they add to the table, one guy gets what you're trying to do and gets the philosophy, and one guy is running around like a chicken with his head cut off uh, and is occasionally being in the right spot, then, yeah, it's it's a lot easier.
1: Yeah, it's more important to be in the right spot than to uh, be able to do it better than the other guy. Because if you're not in the right spot, but you can do it better, it doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, I mean, that's one of the things. Understanding what you're doing on the field is is a big thing I And
0: mean, what your role is
1: yeah there's a lot of guys who don't understand their role and so they try to do somebody else's job or, for them,
0: or don't like their role yeah right and are like trying to show well no you can make my role di- i can do these things and it's like no i mean listen yes you can that's great but i don't need that right now yeah i need this can you do this for me this is what makes you useful to us do these things um yeah it, it, it is interesting uh, arm fatigue don't see kyle having trey throw more than 30 times a game i will be shocked rich shocked if there if there are is there there's a single game, a single game before like week ten where Trey throws more than about thirty-tooth passes.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll be i I think I want to look at the matchups and see what they have to do. Um I think that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that's something that, that Kyle Shannon is coming into the game to do. I think the goal is to run the ball over thirty times, yeah. not exactly to throw it thirty times plus, but uh, you do what you got to do to win the game. So I'm curious what happens. You know, if a team just comes in and loads up the box and says, All right, Trey beat me. You know, they're going to make Trey go out there and prove that he can go ahead and throw it 30 plus times and win a football game. Uh, we'll see if somebody's willing to do that.
0: Uh, we'll see. I don't know if there to be a bold strategy caught in the suit that pays off for him. Uh, Michael Humphrey, do you guys think uh, Ebucom, Jackson, or other DNs can be as explosive as pre neck back D Ford?
1: Um, you know what? They have the potential as far as athleticism. Uh, Samson Ebucom and uh, Tomo- Komoko Torre are, are tremendously athletic, and in fact, Jordan Willis as well. All those guys are 4-5 athletes. I mean, these guys have tremendous ability. They have good first steps. Uh, Kamoko Torre's first step is great. I think <clears throat> Ebucom's going to come into the system nice, uh, but there's still no one that can <clears throat> get off on the first step like D Ford, so I think they'll be sufficient but i don't know about coming up to the levels of d4 d4 was absolutely fantastic especially at the later part of kansas city and then early san francisco
0: look he was he's a pro he was a pro bowl caliber player and who had all pro capabilities he Mm. was all he had all pro ability to to be one of the best in the league at his position and he just got hurt so i don't know if we have that guy yet but we do have guys who are getting closer to that and that's that's great for us big papa alex i think you have to be ready for a diversified offense we have different skill traits. Listen, I agree with you, Big Papa, but I've been ready for a diversified offense that's been opening up and trying to push vertically for quite some time now during the Kyle Shanahan era, and it hasn't happened. In fact, it hasn't happened even the pre-Kyle Shanahan era, and when, when you had Alex Smith at the helm. You got a little tease and taste of it with Colin Kaepernick, a little bit, but yeah. not as much as I think people realize. Like There was some nice stuff, but it wasn't all the time ready. I, I've been waiting for the diversified offense and the deep shots and the big ball. And it just hasn't come. So until, until Kyle Shanahan proves me wrong and, and shows me something that I haven't seen before, I'm going to bank on more of the same, just executed differently.
1: I, yeah, I think that there's two reasons to believe they could be trending in that direction. Correct. Number one, Trey Lance. Absolutely. Uh, finally, a quarterback <clears throat> that can execute the the downfield throw number two, Danny Gray and Ray Ray McLeod are guys that can now take the top off the defense who can do it at a high level. It's not one of these guys that they've brought in that was at the end of their career like Travis Benjamin or a guy like Goodwin you know, who's mainly a track guy. This is a legit wide receiver in Danny Gray. Um, I think those are going to help, but they're going to have to develop it and prove it, and I think they still want to run the football more. That's what Kyle Shanahan does. That's what Mike Shanahan did. You run the football, you live off the play-action pass, so I think we can see some big plays from Trey Lance, but I don't think they want that to be the norm. I don't think they want Wanted to be 30 plus throws. I think they wanted to be, you know, 18 to 22 uh, with some big shots down the field.
0: Very true. Uh, Matt just said, I see Trey throwing a little over 30 passes in a few games early in the season. Assuming we could, uh, if he if the wide receiving core stays healthy, I like Trey's deep ball. If he's anything like he was at North Dakota, 100%. That deep ball was phenomenal at North Dakota. It was great in his pro day. Uh, Wonderful. Training camp oh, last so
1: year. good at training camp. Yeah, it looked, he looked actually really good. It looks better than I went out. in <laughs> with with zero expectations, and I, the first time I saw him throw, I was like, I mean, jaw dropped. And the second time he threw, I was like, okay, uh, this dude's one of the best uh, deep ball throwers, you know, I've seen in, in person in a long time.
0: Uh Absolutely. Who do you guys think is an outside looking in D lineman? He thinks for sure Kevin Givens is one of them. That's Brad Jones. I think another one it would be uh, another D lineman, Kerry Hider.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kerry Hyder could be one of those guys. I think he's going to have some versatility to play inside and outside. Yep. If the 40 yards keep seven edge rushers, I think Kerry Hyder will make this team for sure. Uh, If they decide they need to keep another interior guy, that would mean that Kerry Hyder could be on the bubble. Uh, Brad, what Brad is saying, too, about Givens, I think Givens and Maurice Hurst are in an absolute battle. Mm-hmm. The loser of that is on the outside looking in. Yep. Um, so, I mean, if you haven't watched our position battle video, go watch that because we actually talk about those two guys and wonder, with all the edge rushers, does that mean Givens has the best opportunity because he's a better you know, two-down player as far as stopping the run? Possibly. Or is it Maurice Hurst who can play all three downs? Does that give him the edge? Uh, I think Givens could be on the outside looking in if Maurice Hurst stays healthy and plays up to the the level we saw at the beginning of training camp because that's about the only time he
0: was healthy all year. Uh, and and he was dominant. He was. He was good. He was dominant. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, but TCC, we got more content coming your way all week long. So make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell that way you don't miss videos when they go live unless YouTube falls asleep and doesn't notify you, and that does happen sometimes. And then you can scream at YouTube you can leave them not nice that you actually don't don't do that they're they're doing their best i, I believe that they are doing their best but you hit that like button hit that notification bell you will be notified when videos go live and that way they'll miss more conversations they don't miss more topics and more things being discussed and all the 49ers 49ers news that is to come
1: yeah there's going to be a lot and brad jones said i think Hyder is the ardent key of this season edge rusher they push in on pass rush on third downs Possibly. here's the good news brad We have a video coming out about the key role Mm. on Sunday. So if you want to check that out, go check that out on Sunday. It's a good video. We're going to be talking about the edge rushers and who fits that Arden key role.
0: Mm, Man, that's interesting. I can't believe that. I can't believe that that's there. I I can't believe we did that. Uh, Somebody needs to fire the whole staff at PFF and CBS. What are those guys smoking? Ranked us 18th. You were correct.
1: Yeah, of the rankings, I think we did get, uh, I think PFF had us at 13 and then CBS had us at 18. It's completely shocking. I I just I didn't understand it at all.
0: Uh, it's a little it's a little interesting, it is it is a little interesting. Uh, but look, we got more content coming your way. You're not going to want to miss it. Make sure you're subscribed for all of it. And another nice Q and A. The chat on yeah. fire again. Some great comments. Some good laughs. Looking forward to seeing what uh, what chat has in store for us in the next episode, in the next video. Uh, I'm looking forward to to next week and more conversations.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're getting close to training camp. When once training camp gets here, everything is uh it, it ramps up because uh, all the news is going to come at you quick and heavy, and I think it's going to be fun. So hopefully everyone joins us all week long. Let us know what you think about the videos that come out over the weekend. Uh, we'll see everyone again on Monday for uh, a nice a nice live stream.
0: That's true. Mr. Corey Garoppolo released, traded, and Twitter Signed is the, no, is the 49ers news next. Mr. Corey putting it out there into the world. We'll see if it comes true next week. you we got plenty of videos the rest of this week, a live Monday. And until the next one, cut back, the faithful. Stay safe.
1: Remember the right way. Is Is always the the 49ers 49ers way.
0: Letter TCC.